Hi guys, welcome back to Surviving Hollywood. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz. I am Aaron Arnold. I am Austin Arnold. And we just sat down with Samantha Jane, who um, actually is somebody that's worked with Austin, if you want to talk about her. That's right. Years ago, we were in a pilot together. Pilot never got picked up. And three years later, she has her own show coming to FX September 25th called Quarter Life Poetry. I'm in it. One line part. Thanks, Sam. Nice. It's pretty cool because so FX has now created this sort of other and network kind of like Adult Swim, right, called Cake. Yeah. And her show is going to be on there. And, and Cake is a very young vibe, weird and young and funny. And so we basically talked to her about how she got started, how going from Sundance to FX to getting this thing on the air, um, also working with Austin and what that was like. She's not good. She's, she tells it all. <laughs> um, I thought it was actually cool how she talked about this, this all really kind of evolved from like a book or like Instagram in this weird way. From texting her mom. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of crazy to think that like. It started on social media. Went and viral. It just went through the, the ranks. Right. So if you're ever wondering what's it like taking a short film to Sundance, what's it, what's it like working with FX if you're writing a pilot for FX, she spares no detail. Yeah. And I think also talking about how really just any idea almost just it could be anything can be turned into a show sort of. In a weird way. Are you insulting? No, no, no. I'm about? just saying, like, you know, it started from something so small. Anything like you Instagram care about. Well, it's thing. just like The Office, how they yeah. took mundane things and they made it into a great show. It's like right. she's kind of taking mundane things from our, our generation, younger generation, and turning it into a show. Yeah. She's super accomplished, and I think it was really cool. Was Anyways, really if you are watching on iTunes, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That would really help us out. Like the YouTube video, and Enjoy. Great. We just watched your short, no, your episodic. <laughs> I knew it was a short. Yeah, you're right, man. It you're was right. extremely enjoyable. Thank I'd you. Say. The Macklemore of our generation. Mm. Austin killed it. I have one line. You guys will see it. Uh, Quarter Life Poetry on FX, September 25th. Mm-hmm. Very, very subliminal, the uh, crypto thing. Crypto, I didn't, bro. You, you can't. I didn't. That was Michael Beaudry, baby. Oh, he's, a, he's amazing. He's the best. But yeah. I knew you from before. That's true. Yeah. Austin's really into crypto. That's surprising that you yeah. gave him that line. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's a very millennial thing, right? Crypto now. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. It's, What's your um, take on it? I am afraid of it. Um, I don't know how to do it. What is Bitcoin? <laughs> Bitcoin is this magical, magical coin that is under a bridge and you have to ask a troll for the password and then it, it. it gives it to you <laughs> actually that's correct subconsciously yeah. actually there's a bitcoin right behind you over there that's ah correct. there it is uh, oh yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's literal like gold coins sitting in this um turtle turtle tray that's a bitcoin yeah very environmental it has a b on it are you kidding me well, it really is a Bitcoin. Yeah, there you go. This is great. No, I, was, I was serious. Austin really is into it. So, well, yeah, exactly. This is a Bitcoin. <laughs> exactly. We figured it out. Finally. Um, but did you know, you knew Michael Beaudry before. The oh, ca- yeah. Casting. Yeah, and, he's awesome. And when he did your show, you thought, Michael's, Michael's my guy. We needed every single person on the show to operate at 800%. And if you know Michael. He always does. So 110. Great energy. Mm-hmm. From that guy. Totally. Yeah. So, so I would love to dive into, uh, obviously we just saw, uh, is that the first episode then? That's the first episode. First episode. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to know how the idea was created. Like where was the initial concept? The initial concept. Well, I mean, it goes back. It goes back for a while. We're ready for it. It's you or you and your husband or. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, so it, I mean, quarter life poetry, the project, if we, I don't know how far back you want to, let's go. take it far, but childhood from, from the very beginning, <laughs> when were you born? I'm just kidding. <laughs> on the premiere, the 25th, which Ooh. is so weird. Um, but it started, I was like going through a quarter life crisis, Okay. kind of a lot. No, not kind of. I a hundred percent was. What and is that? What is a quarter life crisis? It's like just when you feel lost and stuck and sad. Oh. And it's like a midlife crisis. I thought that's how everybody It's a helped. midlife crisis with slightly more hope because you have more time, time on earth. <laughs> right. If you choose. Right. 
But um, yeah, I was I was like I had just like moved to just a new city and I had quit my job and it was just like this whole big change. And I was like, I'm going to write a children's book for adults Hmm. about that called This Is No Longer a Children's Book. And so I did that and I wrote that and I illustrated that and everything. And then I actually wanted to like get it like published. So I reached out to a bunch of literary agents and then um, one of them said, yes, but you're not anybody. And just cold emails you were reaching. Cold emails. I had Mm. never, I was not in the literary sphere. I did not know that world at all. What do you title those? Do you have a catchy title yeah, or it's just straight to too. business? It's a query letter. So it's like quarterly or not quarterly poetry yet. It was like, this is no longer a children's book query. And then that person's name. And it's oh. like a very specific formality that you, that you have to do that. Yeah. So I, there's a structure to the email that has to be a certain way. There is. And there's like okay. all of these like websites telling you how to do a query letter. It's like this whole <laughs> other dimension. So I, I did those. And then one person finally wrote back and then she, yeah, she was like, you need some kind of like quantifi- quantifiable following for mm. like anybody to be interested in this. I'm like, Aww. so that's the new thing, I guess, if you have, you have to have a following. Yeah, is that what it is? you have to, or else nobody will, everyone will be like, why, why would right. I read this delicious book? Even if they know. like it. Yes. Even if they like it. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. No, it was. So I probably like had a breakdown about that for a little bit. And then I was like okay, what am I going to do? And then I was dating my husband at the time. Spoiler alert. Very casual. By the way, where was this all taking place? This was in San Francisco. Okay. I had moved to San Francisco and this was a few months later. No, then it was Los Angeles. It's all a blur. (laughs) (laughs) The general California region is just like... It was a quarter life crisis. That was what it was. I blacked out. Where am I? I'm lost. I browned out <laughs> during the whole thing, like how avocados get just brown <laughs> and mushy. Yeah. Um, and he was like, why don't you just do the same kind of like drawings, except just do it super fast, like doodles. And then do like, cause I had like these, these like kind of quatrain structure poems. And it's like, why don't you just do them on like individual topics? Just like super quick and just like put them out there. Cause I was like, what kind of Instagram am I going to do? I'm not going to do like, selfies yeah like something that. different yeah nutritional uh, product selfies right. yeah no yeah. we don't need more of that exactly. <laughs> so i decided to do that and then i think at first i got like like i don't know like a hundred pity followers <laughs> from my friends and my mom Take now nice. was this the advice of the agent or your husband this was the advice of my agent to get some kind okay. of following but the okay. actual content itself he suggested that I just kind of take my book and do it a little bit differently cool so I went ahead I did that and then I like went back I think I went back to her with like 500 followers and they were like legit like (laughs) high school friends (laughs) things (laughs) like that and I'm like I did it (laughs) she's like no you didn't (laughs) and then I uh Again, Art suggested, my husband, he was like, why don't you reach out to like BuzzFeed? I'm Mm. like, oh. So then I reached out to a girl on BuzzFeed who had done like articles that were kind of Related to it? Yeah, kind of like catered to that same like millennial genre of humor, that sort of thing. That is BuzzFeed. Yes, that is (laughs) BuzzFeed. I reached out to, yes, exactly. The spirit of BuzzFeed. Was exactly <laughs> spirit of millennials past and <laughs> I was like would this be interesting to you and she was like I think she like literally wrote back like OMG I die front page tomorrow <laughs> like I have that email and you turned that into an Instagram meme as well You're yeah like, of course oh. I'm like oh you guys just you don't just write articles like that you live and breathe that it was yeah. amazing she was like the she was no hard-hitting news there yeah she she was like my my hero I, I love her so much so she got it on the front page of buzzfeed and then from there it got picked up and then and then i i got more followers and then i went back to my literary agent with now like over a hundred thousand followers mm. and i was like wow. i did it now can you yeah. publish my book and then she's like no one's gonna want to publish your book everyone's gonna want to publish quarter life poetry interesting i'm like oh which is the name of the instagram and i was like 
I like I like short circuited for a second, but then I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it was totally fair. And then I had a blast doing it. Like I would just do different categories, and I would do a bunch of different poems per category. I illustrated all of them, and I really loved it. Could you give us some examples about like what would you post on Instagram? What's an example yeah. of a quarter life? I've seen crisis. some of them. I didn't know you did the artwork too. That's really cool. Yeah, awesome. I I used to like do a lot of graphic design, illustration, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, for the folks at home yeah. that have, do not follow the Instagram account. But they're all going right. to now. What's like one yes, example? follow. Um, like, my friend has a baby and owns a boutique. I just bought a cactus. It died in a week. Like that. Love it. Just I like, like it. You know. I like the yogurt one because that, that happens to me a lot. Oh, like yeah. Yo- I'm like, I buy all these yogurts and they're just sitting there for weeks and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Didn't, didn't eat any of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember them off the top of my head. Yeah, but there was one I saw it. It was like the yogurt like spilling out mm, and it was kind of yeah. like an ode to yogurt. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that happens to me a lot. No, they always just get moldy just when you want them. I know. And I'm like, I'm going to eat one. You're like, ah, oh, damn, it's expired. Yeah. <laughs> but then you kind of like try it. Yeah, yeah. you try it. And then you're it. like, well, is mm. it supposed to be this acidic? You eat one. And then you're one. like, I don't know. It's lemon flavored. It's, is it? Does it smell good or does it not smell good? I don't know. Mine's it vinegar smells flavored. like yogurt. Does yogurt ever smell good? I don't know. Better yeah. buy six more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're at Trader chunky. Joe's and you're like, I'm not just going to buy one. Exactly. I'm going to buy all of them. I'll eat it this time. I'll eat it every day this time. And then you never do. Nope. So are you a poet? Or a rapper? <laughs> I or would say like both. it's like spoken word poetry. Ah. Yeah. I love rap. This guy loves Eminem. I also I also love Eminem. Eminem is a genius. Yeah. 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 Eminem. And Kendrick, you know, there's tons of them. Kendrick is phenomenal. Um, Nicki Minaj is like my hero. Really? Mm. <laughs> Whoa, dude. The, the words, the word oh, she's so good. Yeah, the I starships I, are meant to fly. That's <laughs> you know what? That was the popier, yeah. you know, no, that was a, song. That's the, but one, that's the one I can think it was of. It's very catchy. Yeah, I just I really love wordplay and and the textures and sounds of the words and messing with the verse and it's. Yeah. Was the original book poetry as well? Then it was. It was like kind of like yeah. It was. It was okay. poetry. It was like rhyming like a children's book. So it's supposed to be like, this is how your life goes, except it's like, right. it's all falling apart kind okay. of thing, but like with a positive message. So like Dr. Seuss for adults. Yeah, totally. Dr. Uh-oh. Seuss, Shel Silverstein, like those kind of influences Got I love. It. I dig that. That's cool. When we watched the pilot, I liked it. Looked seemed like I was watching like Ham- Hamilton, except for you know it wasn't teaching me about uh, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton. It was teaching me about, uh, you know, 25 year old things that's great and yeah. i thought it was really engaging and you learned running. something didn't you yeah i'm gonna watch the second episode <laughs> <laughs> so after you did the uh the book how soon does that get turned into whoa we gotta create a tv show well or we, short so when it came time for the book to come out um i we were like i was so excited because it was with this big publishing house so we thought that they would have like a marketing plan who for it. It's with Grand Central, who's um, a subsidiary of Hachette, which is like one of the big five. So I was like super excited. Now, was that, was this with that one agent that said that, hey, turned into this now, or did you forget about them? She helped facilitate the 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 relationship with the publishing house. Okay, cool. So that was so all. So she was on board eventually. Oh, yeah. She's great. She was, okay. she was great. Everybody was great. Um, but they didn't really have like a big... They, they didn't have, no, what I learned, I, I remember reaching out to, I think it was Jory John. It was uh, the guy from All My Friends Are Dead. You know that book? It's like, yeah, it's yeah. really funny. With the dinosaur. Yeah, with the, the dinosaur. Cover. It's, oh, it's right. really hilarious. Oh, it, was me- it was memed. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I had a friend, like, hook me up with him and, like, his email. And I, like, reached out to him just because he did something similar and I just wanted to know his thing and he got published by a great publisher and I was like just asking for advice and he said something that is like was so important to me and is still very important to me to this day to remember which is nobody will care about your project as much as you do ever what what does that mean that means that you are the only one who's going to obsess about your project Unfortunately, I think everyone else is going to kind of see it as a as a job. I mean, you and your like creative partners that are doing it are going to obsess. Like Arturo obsesses with me, um, and the people Who? he 
Her husband. Oh. <laughs> okay. Where have you, where have you been? I don't know his name is Arturo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's a big director, directed Justin Timberlake's. Yeah. I just movie. didn't know his first name. It was a new name brought up in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Art. Art. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I, I had these like big ideas for marketing, but I, I think what they what they traditionally do, what they pitched was a book trailer. And have you guys ever heard of a book trailer? No. It's like literally like a dry old British voiceover man <laughs> discussing the gist of the book. Over video or over just? Over PDF pages mm. of the book in a YouTube fashion. Mm. So they're sort of narrating it? God, it's like, this book is about the millennial struggle <laughs> of a young woman. Well, and if I'm it's like, British, you have to believe it. Yeah, it's like, so much more gravitas. I'm like, my God, he's so smart and intelligent. My God. Yeah, right. I'm like, heart stop. No, like this <laughs> is not, absolutely not happening. So Arturo and I decided, it's like, oh, wait, he's a director. I write, I act. Wait, let's do our own promo videos for this book. And then we're like, they'll never let us do that. That's so rogue. And then we like went up to them. We like pitched them our big idea. And they're like, yeah, do it. I don't care. Cool. And that was the first time you worked together. We had worked together before. We had done short films together and, and some other projects. I think that was like the impetus for us moving to LA together. It's like, oh, cool. We can like work together at that capacity. Cool. So we decided to do these like four promo videos and we just like put them out on YouTube. And they, it was so much fun to do. And they were like, I don't know, like 60 second videos. And they did really well. Like one of them was like embedded on this, this um, site's like Facebook page and it got like 12 million views on Facebook and wow. we're just like this is awesome like it got views it, it was called like mom talk and it's about like I remember that one yeah it's about like um it, we wanted to do them about like the kind of person who would want to buy this book you know mm -hmm. so we did that and it, it was cool it was like equal parts moms because like moms are all up on Facebook I think moms are more up on Facebook than we are up for on our Facebook. moms now. Yeah, it, we've handed it over. My yeah. mom's all up on IG now, though. She's constantly sending me stuff, sliding into my DMs every once. I know, time. and I'm like, "What is this weird?" It's nice that she has a relationship <laughs> with you, man. Yeah. My mom has an Instagram, but she she only follows me, my brother, and my husband. And she hasn't posted she hasn't anything. Posted anything. Yeah. yeah so my dad has one too. He has no photo on his avatar. Just like literally yeah. just nothing there. Yeah, I'm like, they're going to get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't give any information. Yeah. Um, where, so, wait, where was well, I? I, I remember the mom video. Yeah, I remember mm. that one. Because a bunch of sites picked that up. After. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. it was so, so all these moms were commenting on it. And all these like daughters were commenting on it. And I was like, this is awesome because it's like, Sometimes you don't really know if like those things will relate to everyone, but it was like really cool that it kind of like struck this chord with with other people. So um, that's like where the idea for a TV show came in, and then um, kind of we weren't really sure what it was gonna be because I didn't really want it to be a traditional like twenty something girl like like straight narrative. Degrassi. <laughs> those Degrassi, are, yes. Those are because actually, but actually, I feel like the actors are probably like twenty something, yeah, 20, yeah. year olds. On Glee, they were. But I liked how yours was like different from things that I've normally seen. I think the 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 thing about it that needed to be different was the subjective reality element to it. About how, because this character in these um, shorts is, I wanted her to be like me, who's very. She literally is you. She literally is me, but like I, I, I've never seen an like a introverted protagonist before, mm. really, because Pepper Ann. Mm. Pepper Ann. She was Pepper Pepper Ann. Ann. way too cool for seventh, seventh grade. grade. She was yeah. outgoing though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, she was super peppy. She okay, I forget. Peppy Ann. Someone should do a dark twist on that. That'd be yeah, cool. That's quarterly. Who she, who she yeah, really buddy, was. There it is. <laughs> Green hair episode. Yeah. There okay. it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so I wanted this character to be introverted, and it's tough because it, a protagonist needs to have a want, 
like a big heavy want and a need and mm -hmm. like if it's not externally expressed then it's like this character is very passive and nobody really wants to watch or relate why should i care right it's like oh this person doesn't care about their life why would it's like no this person cares so much they're just like prison imprisoned by their own mind you know they can't like get get over themselves because they have anxiety so the way to like I realized to like dive into this character is to crack open her inner psyche and get to it through a subjective reality lens. And that includes, you know, spoken word. That yeah. includes- Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, the inner VO. I mean, I mean, we have some shorts in here that are just, you know, straight scenes, but it's always through that character's perspective. Right. So every episode through is lens. through you, but do all the episodes go together or are they all like stand on their own? whatever you call that. They all stand on their own. Serialized. Yeah, so it's like an anthology. Like, you can watch okay. it. So you, you can know. watch any one of them and they don't have to, like, line up, essentially. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it being part of Cake, which is on, on FXX. And then it's like a... It's a good name. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, like, delectable, they're saying, which I like. Um, but it's part of, like, a larger block of, like... And there's lots of, like, really cool, like, one-off animations in there and, like, mm. like all sorts of, like, experimental stuff. And then ours happens to be, like, a recurring episodic throughout um, the series. So you'll see one pop-up, like, per week. Yeah. So to, to backtrack a little bit to kind of get to before you are on, on Cake on FX. So you did the book and you did the promo videos and you're like, oh my God, like this is actually like a cool idea. We should turn it into a short then. Is that what it evolved into? Or like an, a standalone project or was that from the promo video itself? Cause she went to Sundance, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, it was a really long winding road. I mean, at first we we're like, we should just turn this into a half hour TV show. Cause your mind doesn't immediately go to like, let's do a bunch of shorts and yeah. have them on FX somehow. Like, you know, That's your mind, dream, of course, yeah. yeah, your mind doesn't go there. So it's like traditionally like, like do we call Spielberg or what do we do here? I yeah. Don't know. I'll just dial, dial just on call? my speed dial email. Oh, I'll, um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a beeper DM. I'll, I'll beep him. Yeah. Um, but we just decided to, uh, like come up with like a huge like series Bible for, I mean, at first we, we kind of went in the direction of a very traditional show. Um, and then we pitched that around and then. And how do you do that? Do you just email the people or you have an eight, your agent? Yeah. Agents and managers and stuff like that. We want to hear the gritty details. Yeah. Okay. They make phone calls. Anonymous. Yeah. So, uh, we're managed by anonymous content and reps by UTA. So oh, nice. was this prior, Whoa. prior to FX or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how do you get a UTA agent? How we, did you get it? I think, so we, I did this, uh, I mean, Art's done, Art's, Arturo. I know. <laughs> He's number one fan now. I just, you know. He's done a bunch of beautiful work outside of us working together. I mean, he's done tons of music videos with like the Lumineers and like the, like everybody. He's done everybody. So he was like solid in his own right and then um when art and i started working together i decided oh you want to hear a really actory thing yeah yeah okay i really wanted to get into sag like really badly because right. i was going to all these like cattle call auditions and all this stuff and it was just like oh yeah this is the surviving hollywood yeah, podcast. hell yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> there it is here. here we oh. go here we go oh. roll up the sleeves oh, <laughs> get in. it was i remember like i have you ever cried after an audition I am not. Have you ever I, I, silently allowed a tear to roll silently. down? Silently. I wish I could do that in an audition. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like at my like zillionth cattle call audition. This one was for like a, a music video. And they like asked. I feel the, like those are the worst auditions. Yeah. Just dance. Videos. Pretend to dance. Yeah, there you go. So and it was like dress sexy. And I was like, for me, sexy is like a black tank top and like hmm. skinny black jeans hey. like wow um and so like i go there and there's like immediately i'm hit with the fact that i'm in los angeles and there's all of these like super just models yeah. super models just yeah. naked <laughs> and like owning it and like loving it i'm like oh 
<laughs> oh, that's sexy. That's what they meant. <laughs> oh, that's what they meant. Oh, this is not. And then I remember in that waiting room, there were like probably like 200 girls, including myself. And then the other half of the waiting room was all like like 65 plus seniors because they were casting something else. So it was this like bizarre mix of Random. like of like the hottest girls you've ever seen and just like this like old most dried up senior citizen crowd who was just like very pleasant lively and i kind of like preferred to stand over there because right. they like had yeah. probably like, better stories incredible stories of their right. youth yeah yeah so then like i remember like waiting for like i'm really going on tangent but i remember waiting for like it was like two hours because when you're not set they just make you wait yeah, for they don't care. They don't, yeah. stuff, they, they don't care i think i waited like two and a half hours and then it was like finally my turn and they bring like five of us in at a time. You right. guys know how this goes. So like brought so I was like waiting and then the director like went away for lunch and then he <laughs> came back and he had like this is like so stereotypical. He had like these AirPods in and he was like like halfway through this huge hoagie. I say hoagie because I'm from New Jersey. Okay. It's a grinder sandwich. Yeah, so, sub, like a sub, sub, sub. I've never heard anybody say grinder. Right. I, never, I never heard a grinder. That's like North Jersey, I would say, okay. probably. Uh, hoagie, that's funny. That's, Ho- that's a funny word. Yeah, hoagie. Yeah, but I know what anyone anyway talking about. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sub. Yeah. in his mouth. He wasn't even looking. He just barrels into the room, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Send in the next batch of girls. Send them in. Aw. like, <laughs> we're a batch. That's disheartening. Yeah. And then I go in, and then they he's not even looking, and he's, like, really into his sandwich. And then they're playing, like, the XX, and they're like, dance. <laughs> and then, like, all these girls just, like, bliss out and start dancing. And I, like, try to dance. And then the guy I remember, the director, just went, thank you. Aww. And then we all walked out, and then I went in my car, and I... Bald. I could not stop crying. It was like that moment where I'm just like, I went to college. <laughs> I, can, I have more to give yeah. than this. But I'm sure all the girls, you know, are super smart and like they're all great. But it's right. just like, well, it, it's just, it's just the the, the well, circumstance was very sure. disheartening. And I was it's like, a sense of like I'm so overqualified for this, and it's like I waited two hours. Yeah, but for it's to like, eat a sandwich. Yeah, a hoagie. But at the same time, it's like I'm in LA and I'm doing it. I'm right. doing it, but I was like, I'm not. And it's like really, in that in that car, I'm just like, I have to get into SAG. Now, so um, it turns out the only way to get into SAG, it's very complicated to get into SAG. It's like you either have to like build up enough like extra vouchers. Three, three vouchers. Yeah, three vouchers or you need to be up to like a speaking role because like somebody dies and like, oh, you come. Taff Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or. or, Make your own project. Or make your own project. Boom. Yeah. I I did that for a bunch of friends back in the day. That's how I got When you could still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You make a new media project, then you tap hardly everybody. That is it. Oh. Can you still do that now? I don't, I don't think, know. I don't think you can. They, they say know. they changed it. They changed it. So we all got. But you in. did it. I did it. That's yeah. exactly what I did. And that's like, I would. That's the first thing I wrote. So I'm just like, I'm gonna write this short film, and the actors have to be 50% SAG, 50% not SAG. So I'm like, I will be not SAG. The other actress will be SAG. Right. Done. Um, yeah. And then I did the short film called Vanity and it was uh, like black and white and it was like kind of like subjective reality, kind of like quarterly poetry. Now that I think about it where it's um, a girl's getting getting ready and then she it just like devolves into mania and she just kind of like. And you pitched that to HBO? <laughs> I just did it. Oh. We just did it. Uh, we shot it. Like, Arturo shot it. And, um, like, we worked with, a, like, our crew that we always work with, with our friends. And it was super positive and super fun. And then that got, that, that was, like, a Vimeo staff pick when we, oh, nice. when we put that put out. Up. So that was, like, and it got into SAG because of that. So that was, right. like, awesome. And um, I, I was just, like, so empowered and excited. And 3,000 like, in the hole. Because you're just joined SAG. I just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I still haven't paid my dues yet. Oh, okay. I'm eligible. Well, all right. Eligible. We're not cutting that out. Mm, yeah. Ugh, man, it's so much. It's so <laughs> good. They should just give you, they should just be like, here, congratulations. Yeah. It we, was so hard. We put in the work too. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so I, yeah, so um, this, so, uh, our manager today at, at Anonymous saw that 
and she was like, "This is great, yeah." And then she brought us both. both oh, in so when then, you release it on Vi- when it got released on Vimeo, they saw it, and then they wanted to bring you guys in. Yeah, yeah, and then okay. we, um, and then uh, they, you know, brought us in to meet with with various agencies, and we loved UTA and vibed with them. So, so they signed you as filmmakers, actors, what? Yeah, it's like multi-hyphenate kind of things okay writer as well things like that however she makes money they're taking a cut there you go (laughs) right there you go right and did you notice that your career world just opened up now that you had uta behind you that you had anonymous behind you nobody cares about your project as much for you as you do (laughs) so Mm. you're always gonna have to grind and be at the forefront of everything um but it's so if anything, you did more work, but you had the people behind you now to it, it's nice to have the, you know, it's nice to have the support. And yeah, it's, yeah, of it's course. nice to have that. But yeah. nobody's driving your career except you. Right. Nobody ever. <laughs> but when you did have when you did get these agents, did you did you get more auditions or was that better auditions? I did get better auditions. Okay. Yeah, I got better auditions. Um, I decided to not do commercial auditions. Um for at least right now anymore um, and just do TV and film. And okay. there were some really fun auditions and yeah, I'm doing good. So what, cool. so at what point does Sundance yeah. come into the mix? So we had been, um, we like hooked up with FX when we were pitching the TV show. Um, and it happened very organically with them. Um, Cause we were like just doing the rounds and like pitching it around, but it was, uh, this girl, Samantha, I like to surround myself with other Samanthas. Of course, um, that's the secret. <laughs> who, um, at the time, she was in an assistant role, but not anymore, at uh, FX, and she was uh, just, just a fan of Quarter Life Poetry, um, the Instagram, I think, and she reached out and asked if I wanted to grab dinner, and we did, and we, like, totally hit it off, and she's like, have you ever thought about making this TV, TV show? And we're like, as a matter of fact, yes, like, we are ready to go and she's like oh awesome and then she just like literally was so badass she like barged into the office of the head of development Mm. and while she was like an assistant in current series and she was just like you have to meet her these people like have them come in like it'll be great and like very dramatic, the barging in. Yeah. I picture it that way. I picture it like I this like... It. He's like, hey, I'm eating a hoagie here. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> this like Soderbergh kind of scene. But um, yeah, that would be so cool. So that was before Sundance. Oh, well, yeah, well before. So so Whoa. we came in and we, we vibed really well um, with FX and they understood what we wanted to do. So we started developing like a half hour um, series. And then mm. very quickly we got like kind of stuck in as my niece likes to say, because she can't, she was too young to say stuck. stuck. So she's like, I am stuck it. So we Makes got, sense to me. So why were you guys stuck? Because of that that thing we hadn't cracked about, the subjective reality. So the, the, like this protagonist was very passive on the page, and mm. it just wasn't, like the special sauce just wasn't there. Right. And we're just like, ah. So I remember... This was kind of, I've had like weird instances happen in my life where I've had just like, I should do this. This makes no sense. Like one of them was like moving to San Francisco and I like had never been to San Francisco, like weird things like that. This was like one of those moments I was like walking back from, I like just had my like smoothie and now I'm going to say this. This is bad. So I came back from yoga and I like had this like very spiritual. Yeah, I think so. I think I was in a place where I was just kind of open, maybe. I don't know. And I was just like a good place, though. It was be open to everything. It was a very good place. And I just was like, I want to write a song about social anxiety at a party. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I want to do. And this has nothing to do with quarter life poetry. And that was the song we just watched on it the first episode. It is, yeah. Mm. So I like came home and I was like, hey, Art, um, you know, quarter life poetry, I'm stuck with that, but I have something I'm so fucking excited about. And then I told him about that and like, God bless him, instead of him being like, um, no, we should focus on what we're being paid to do right now. He's like, yes, do that, do it. And I'm like, Okay, yes. And I like 
do it. And I like open my Google doc and I spend like forever on it. And then I like check in with him and he like helps me throughout the whole process. And then we like go, it, it, it was just like so much fun to do. And it, it was like, I want to say effortless, but it was not effortless. It was like a ton of effort because mm-hmm. I had never done it before, but it was so joyful. Nice. Yeah. And I just had so much joy in doing of it. Crafting the rhymes or? Yeah. Crafting yeah. the rhymes and the story. I think the story begins in her bedroom and I just love, like, I, I was excited by the idea that, you know, in like, like, okay, like you like Eminem, for instance, he's so fucking confident. He's so confident. And I feel like for like an introverted young blonde girl like myself, it's like, I am so fucking confident when I'm like in my room alone, <laughs> ready to watch Handmaid's Tale. Like that is my zone, you know? You're like I got this shit. I fucking got this shit. So just to kind of start it from that fucking place of like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. It's the best fucking night. And then like to be like, plucked out of that situation unwillingly and and she just kind of like emotionally crumbles yeah. throughout the entire thing i just thought that that was like a fun that was fun. narrative um so i we just had a lot of fun doing it and then we finished it and then we worked with um this our friend who's a genius sound composer christian hanlon who's like unbelievable um our, like arturo chose this like sample from this like everything's like connected like he used to do a lot of music videos and then like um, he um, got to know this one artist called Domla Nena, and she's phenomenal. And we asked her to use like a, a, a sample from her song, which is just like, dun, 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 like that kind of thing. I can't really do it. But we asked her if we could use that in it. And then she said yes. And then, and then Art kind of like led the like, like, he like knew the vibe of how the music should be. And then we worked with our um, sound composer and he made it sing and made it amazing. And then um, I like rapped over that, I guess. Um, and then we all did this together. We made it. We're like the song, it's like done. Like it's here. What do we do with it? This has nothing to do with anything. And then mm. <laughs> we're like, well, let's just share it with FX. I don't know. We're stuck. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, Hey, quarterly poetry isn't going great, but we have this song. And they were like, Oh, actually that's awesome. Cause we're putting together this like block of content with a bunch of like one-off like things from different creators. Like, this could be a part of it. This could be a music video part of it. Cool. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And then we like went back and we were thinking about it. And then we're like, you know what? This is quarter life poetry. Boom. Mm. Here it is. And then we had all of these scenes that we had really loved from previous iterations of like the half hour uh, show. So we like plucked those out, made those their own episodes. And then I wrote like three more songs. And then um, that's what, Quarter Life Poetry became. Now, from there, we had finished that. Now we are back in. We had now we're working on a half hour version of the show again in that flavor. For FX. For FX. Yes. So they're gonna do Cake FX. Right? Is that what it is? Cake FX. Cake. cake. Just cake. Uh, just cake. Um, so it sounds like each one is almost like a music video in a way. There are three music videos, and okay. then they're, um, they're not all rapping. They're not all rapping. Like one of them is um, like, a, like a silent film. Oh, cool. And it's like, you know, you really have to go to the bathroom at work. And then <laughs> your, your boss walks in and oh, man. doesn't leave. Oh, Why can't man. you just say, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And you, and you have to hold it in. And it's a um, horror Maybe you short can, buddy. Film. Yeah. The rest yeah. of us hold not, it. Not in this office, how? Yeah. What if you can't? What yeah. if you like really, really can't? So there, it, everything goes toward a feeling. Like so, we we do cinematically like whatever we need to do to raise up that feeling. So if it yeah. needs to be music, then it's music. If it's um, if it's silent, if it's Cohen, dialogue, Coen Brothers spoof. No. <laughs> yeah, you can right. Tarantino like vibe. Hey, nah. when you make no. your FX. Yeah, TV you can do show. whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You can do, it, do whatever you want. Me, me and Art are going to make the best. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, but Art really figured out the aesthetics of each one. And, and like the music videos are all anamorphic. And then mm. we did like four by three for like the, um, 
the that office bathroom one and then we did like each one has a different like Feel. visual style yeah mm -hmm. well, what i liked about it from what we just saw too uh is that everything was so highly visual so everything that she's thinking in her mind we're seeing yeah. Uh, everyone else is obviously oblivious to what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, but there were some really cool shots. Like that closet shot was really cool. Yeah. A lot of like that pan out to like this, like, because it, it felt very like you're obviously in your own head. And now it felt like you're just so isolated. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. I thought that was really cool visually. That's 100% like Arturo. And he worked with our uh, DP, Drew Daniels, who's, he just shot like Euphoria. He's incredible. And oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. They're like a great team. And Art just really wanted, it was, ever since we decided like to do that, like fantastical reality, he just mm. like obsessed about each and every shot. Like that yeah. closet shot, for instance, it's like a girl's closet. And then we like back out and it's just this like abyss of nothingness. Right. Um, and that's just like this big, we were in a studio and um, it was just this big dolly track that just tracks all, all the way, way back. Out. And then in post, we just like make oh. it even smaller with nice. like black all around it. Just like, yeah. Just totally obsessed about like each frame. Another cool shot was the one where the camera it felt very Michael Bayish when it kind of went around you as you were sitting on the computer chair, and everything behind you was like oh, yeah. just changing. Yeah, that yeah. was it all just one take. That was, was it all just one shot. Like the effects behind you were changing, or was in that, the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was one take, and that was on a set bedroom set. Um, and then in that one, we took apart the bed and I'm sitting on an apple box. Okay. And then the camera, um, just going circles around, around the, the apple box. Now were all the lights behind you, like someone else was controlling the lights that were changing behind you. Cause I remember like, yeah, I was, was, I was controlling well, all that, too. <laughs> that too, with my mind. Oh. <laughs> no, we had, we, yeah, we had like these incredible guys you know do all just the doing lighting all yeah okay, cool. yeah yeah nice. but it, it sounds to me like you didn't even need sundance it's like this was getting picked up by yeah. fx either way sundance was well it we the dream like has always been sundance like it and it just worked out so serendipitously that they had just come up with this indie episodic program like i think a year or two years before um so we really just wanted it to show on its own because there was this beauty in the storytelling of how we arranged um, each short. Um, we show them like back to back and it kind of creates this, this not, it was like an emotional story kind of um, throughout the, throughout the 28 minutes of it. So it was really cool to show it like all together. Um, and it was like, it was, it was a cool experience. Did FX, cause we, produce short films and like act in short films on our own. And our goal was Sundance. Turns out it's a lot harder than you think. <laughs> but we got into other festivals. I thought you just we've, submitted you're in. We've oh. submitted many times before. This is not the first time we've submitted. So did, yeah, did FX tough. give you a push? Did they help at all or? I'm sure, I'm sure saying that, I, I'm sure that that helped, but. Um, the I, content stood on its own. Yeah, it has to. I don't think, I don't think, yeah, that's, the beauty of Sundance like it's it's curated and it's there because it's yeah yeah so, I really like yeah so what you submitted to Sundance you said it was indie episodic like category they had now mm -hmm. so you sent a full 30 minute project or what was it that yeah. you sent in so that was one that was like the first one and then the rest of so you sent all of them together we sent all of them strung together cool yeah and that's nice. what they showed so okay. it was like one of the it was like one of the main um features of the block we were in the other one was this hilarious one called don't hug me i'm scared mm. have you guys heard of that no mm. it sounds cool already yeah they were like super viral on youtube before it was kind of like this <laughs> fucked up sesame street kind of thing and it was nice. brilliant and we became friends with them went snow tubing with them cool. oh wow <laughs> it was fun it was and really fun are they on cake they should be on cake sounds like they did should they get i think they got they did yeah i think they got picked okay. up um they're they're British. But not 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 cake though. Maybe adult swim. No maybe effects. Competition. <laughs> I think. Look, I bow to them. They're amazing. You should, you should check them out. But, we will. Yeah. So you basically sent the whole first season to Sundance. Yeah, we sent we sent all of it all of it to them, and um, yeah, it was really cool. And we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are you know up and comers in the industry, writers, actors, directors. Mm -hmm. What advice or what advice would you give your younger self? Like, hey, this is what you, I didn't know about Sundance, but. Turns out I wish I would have. 
Well, she said, didn't know about Sundance? Yeah. Or filmmaking. Be, no, before, you know, to get into, if somebody's just got into Sundance. To specifically get into Sundance, what's the secret? No, I'm saying once you're there, it's like. Once you're in, yeah, once physically you're there, there? And, you know, don't, somebody, don't somebody's. Go, don't go to the Miramax party. Yeah, don't go to the <laughs> Miramax party. Or <laughs> avoid anybody named Weinstein. Or you're like, hey, the, 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 the parties at 8 o'clock are way better than the 11 o'clock ones. <laughs> there was a yacht party. Oh. Which I thought, because I had never been to Sundance before, and I'm like, Oh my God, guys, we're all going to go on a yacht. It's going to be super fancy. <laughs> and then it turns out it was like way better than that. It was this like 80s themed yacht rock party at like one of the, I don't know, like like Chase sponsored spaces or something like that. Yeah. But it was just it was like sponsored by Jim Beam or something like that. <laughs> and there was this like incredible Australian yacht rock band, which I didn't know Jesse's that was a category. Girl. Yeah, it was <laughs> all that. And we were <laughs> okay. just... Like, I, I don't, lately, I have fallen into this sadness where I, I don't really let myself celebrate unless, or like, really, you know when you're, like, young and in your 20s, you just kind of, you, you, you just dance, you just go out and say, like, I just want to dance. It's like, I don't, like, let myself do that anymore, because I'm like, I need to work, and then I need to deserve to dance. But... Relatable. At Sundance, at this Yacht Rock party, I was like, I am dancing. It's literally Sundance, you know? How could you not? There you go. Hey. Yeah. All right. That was um, really good. Um, so how did how did uh, getting into Sundance change things for you? Right. I didn't say any advice, did I? I just talked about uh, the yacht. I was going to let go. But we talked about the parties, but which Sundance is, cool. is exactly what you would expect. Sundance yeah. is a mad dash of craziness and excitement, and yes. To be there and to have a project that you are premiering there mm. is, in my opinion, the only way to be there. Because yeah. people it, come to you. Because then you get respect. Right? Because then you're a peer. You're, the elements are so intense. It's like, I slipped like maybe 20 times, like by the end of it, like, like my face was like flaking off and like the only thing available was like pizza everywhere. So you just get this, like this, like Sundance bloat and everyone by like the second week, it's just, everybody's like walking around just kind of like, like bloated zombies. Um, and it, the, the only way to, <laughs> I mean, you can go and you can, you can get tickets and enjoy all of the, all of the films, but, but you're not a peer. But you when you talk to people, you're not yeah. on yeah, their level. Yeah, there's something. I mean, if this podcast is for fellow creators, there's something, or or people who appear in a project, there's something really magical about being there and being proud to show your work, and then you can talk to other creators who are equally as passionate as you, right. and it's just like an inspiration fest. Like it's really inspiring. And that's what, and that's they see what I love your work it. and they're like, well, this is cool. We can talk about it on the same level. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I loved that. Um, so that was really fun. Did things, I, I obviously you already had the FX thing going, but I'm talking about like in Sundance, did you find that like that even pushed your career even farther up? Like did things change even more for you there? It was really, the visibility was really nice. Um, like IndieWire wrote a really nice article um, about like the breakout people of Sundance and like like Quarterly Poetry was included and I they wrote a really nice nice thing about our project and um, it, it was it was different it was really interesting actually I because typically like we're like internet kids like we're used to just like making something and releasing it ourselves on mm -hmm. YouTube just doing it. That's all I know. Yeah. And then, but it's, it's cool, right? Cause you get like immediate feedback. You get immediate likes and comments and views and all of this stuff, like the 12 million views on the like, instant like, gratification, yeah. instant gratification and Sundance. Like we didn't know what to expect. We were just like, Oh, it'll be like that too. Cause there'll be all these like tweeters in the room and they'll tweet. And yeah, they'll, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, that it, they see it. And then silence. <laughs> and then you get boot. No, yeah. um, no, it's, it's really cool in the room, but then, um, and, and then it takes a few days for these journalists to craft articles about it. That's mm. what it is. It's, right. which is better. I, I mean, daunting. It's like you, you expect one thing, but then you're gifted with this other thing that isn't 
the instant gratification thing, but it's like, oh, this like means. But it's more thorough. Yeah, it's you're like, like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. So it was really interesting. I would say the most rewarding thing about Sundance this past time that I think is probably the most rewarding thing of my whole mm -hmm. life is that at the screening, so Kira Sedgwick, who's married to Kevin Bacon, she was premiering um, a a pilot. The Closer. Within, <laughs> closer <laughs> too, yes, within our block. And um, her husband, Kevin Bacon, was there as well. He's like, hey, I'm Kevin, how you doing? We did not meet. However, he sat like maybe like 10 seats down from me. And when we got to that... Um, like office bathroom. I have to show you guys the, like this office bathroom one. There's right. a point where I do let it all out and we hear it. We hear it very much. Like dumb and dumber? Yeah, oh, mm. like dumb, dumber than that. Like, <laughs> and Kevin Bacon, I like. Was laughing like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon watched me take the biggest poop at Sundance. Ooh. And he loved it. And he loved it. He's like, yeah. Damn it, I've been there too. <laughs> he used to be the voice of the teen generation in that yeah. one thing, and now you it, are. It's like, that happened to me on Footloose, I yeah. remember. Yeah, Footloose. That was my degree of separation from Kevin Bacon. Nice. I'm like, Dude. I can die now. That's sick. <laughs> this yeah, is, that's awesome. This is great. Yeah, I'd say that's the best thing that happened. That is really good. I mean, who, how many people can say, like, I made Kevin Bacon laugh at me taking a shit? Okay, I don't know if he laughed. I was too nervous to look at him. Probably just Whoa. you and Kira. He was actually not in the room. He was, no, he was right, he was right there. making sure. He was right there. It was verified. It is verified. I, I don't know his intimate reactions to that moment, but I, I, I imagine that he, he enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. This is inappropriate. Yeah. He's like, oh, what did my wife get me into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was fantastic. That was awesome. It was good times, yeah. That's really cool. So uh, I remember, because I, we were going to get you on the podcast like over a month ago, but you were busy. I just remember you briefly mentioning and i'm paraphrasing here i just have so many rewrites i they gave, they, they gave me notes how was that note process with fx um so i was working on the pilot which we have since finished the final draft and we're actually waiting to hear back like literally maybe tomorrow for the full 30, 30 minutes for the 30 minute pilot for the 30 minutes 22 minutes probably. hey if you get the call on 23 this, minutes yeah oh. <laughs> something if, like that yeah if you get the call on this podcast pick it up yeah, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do that and then I'll broadcast it to everybody. Um, it's, you know, writing a pilot is very, I mean, blanket statement, like we're in a very, we're very privileged to be able to be doing this, like. No, they're privileged, but go on. Okay, it, it was, it's, it's a different beast. It's very, it's very difficult to write. Okay, so let me back up. The short form that we did was like, I think we, we had like 100% creative freedom. They were like, do whatever you want. Like we kind we won't even mm -hmm. like give you notes, like just go for it. And then we did it. I think with a pilot, they just, I, I do appreciate it. They've been really, really awesome partners, especially um, the head of creative development. She's been like championing this project since the beginning and she's been awesome. And all of her notes have been like super on point and very, very helpful. Um, you have to get a lot across a lot of information in a pilot and right. it all, especially the first one. Yeah. 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 And it has to all just show like the concentrated versions of everyone you're going to meet. You yeah. don't have to show everyone. And it's, we're trying to do something very different from anything else. And I'm sure that's like the tritest thing you've ever heard in your whole <laughs> life, but we really are like, we have this insane song at the end nice. of this pilot um, and lots of just really ambitious um, cinematic moments within it that we're just really stoked about that takes a lot of like, like explanation and like a lot of uh, description and just getting people on board with it. And it's been, it, it's been really interesting. It's been a discovery process, um, but we're super happy about this pilot and we really want to shoot it. So what's an example of a cool. note? Like make the love story yeah. better. Or? Like for instance, um, so the first iteration of this pilot that we wrote was entirely um, popping into, we're like, oh, let's create essentially a container for these shorts. Let's create a container, like a, 
quarter-life poetry will be a container of shorts. So for instance, this pilot episode, she's like going down to get like her E24 delivery and she forgets her phone and she's in this like janky elevator and she gets stuck in the elevator for 23 minutes. And then it's like- The whole episode? Yeah, the whole episode. But <laughs> it's like we're a not Seinfeld re- episode. But we're not really in the elevator for 23 minutes because her mind pops to all of these, these different, different scenarios. So that's, you know, the container right. of shorts that I'm talking about. So we created that, but then um, they came back and they said, we, we, we have to make this more narrative, you know? Mm. This should have, what will make us keep watching? And at first we're yeah. like, oh, people our age don't want to watch, you know, anything that isn't like... But then we started thinking about it and it's like, you know what? Story is really important. Yeah, story yeah. is important. We want we want to people we, want to go on a journey. But exactly. Yeah. But yeah. were those notes requests or they were telling you? That was like, y'all gotta overhaul this because we have to gotcha. refigure this. So Guys, that was it's like this or Mr. Robot. Make a decision. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This was like the blanket note statement. Um so we went back and we put it within a narrative structure that we actually are really happy with. And then later down the road, a more surgical note was like, within this scene, let's have more of, um, like for instance, the protagonist, like my character has a roommate. It's like, let's bring out more of her desires and, and her flavor within this scene with a few lines. So it was never like, you have to say this, you have to do this. It was mm. just like, we we want to understand these these characters more. What's mm. what's a way to showcase their personality very like succinctly and yeah. concentrated in a concentrated way. No, it, so, it sounds like, yeah, yeah, it sounds like they wanted you to develop the characters more. And yeah. so that way the, the audience can like, you know, connect with them in a way. Yeah, connect with them and be like, oh, I'm excited to see their journey too. Right, yeah. right. Out of, out of uh, curiosity now, I want to know about the money. So <laughs> Here we go. Excuse me? Well, no. I'm, I, I, so obviously you're writing this pilot, but then you also did the shorts. Did FX fund you shooting the shorts? And are they paying you now to write the pilot? Yeah, they funded the shorts. We put, and it was up to us to do what we wanted with that. With the shorts. Sum but, of money. But they gave you the money and they're just like, hey, you go do whatever you want. Yes, we put it all on screen. We okay. put a hundred percent of it on screen. We could have kept all the money, bought a zebra, and made right. an iPhone video. Sure, cool. But <laughs> probably wouldn't went viral. Yeah, I think it's like, hey, guys, this is great, but uh, iPhone, really? Hey, you know what? Nice zebra. <laughs> um, we we like paid ourselves enough for rent, and then we paid our our crew members like very you know and cast members fairly and everything i'm still um, waiting on mine <laughs> no <laughs> no, no. L- lol lol no we wrapped everything up no we were, we were very so so that we we wanted to put everything on screen but that's why it looks the way it looks you right. know um but yeah we have a development deal with them now okay. that you know it, it looks fantastic, the shorts. Um, if you can say it, I don't want, if you don't want to, you're not comfortable, fine. But I'm just curious, like, how much would they give you for a ballpark figure to make these shorts? Were you guys yeah. lip syncing, like, that pilot episode? Like, how did you? Yeah, I lip synced. Did Austin lip sync? Yeah, we had to record our stuff, like, the, like, a day before or something, or a yeah. week before. Yeah, we had to have mm. everything, like, super crispy. And so, uh, my choice was made. Actually, no, I recorded <laughs> mine uh, in, the, in the car, in your sound mixer's car uh, that day on set. And then he kind of, like, put everything together. And it was the yeah. loose one. I'm sure he made it better. It was great. Yeah, but I'm saying he quickly cut them all together and then he might have sunk them up just ever so tightly later. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, later we were like with him in the studio for a very long time and like there was, I didn't know this term until we started using it over and over again and I don't know why it's a funny word, slippage. There was like all this slippage of like, you know, when you lip sync and then like the thing, something's just a little bit off. off. So we would just like move my vocals just like, a quarter of a frame this right, so there was no right. slippage i see it just sounds so dirty to me so you worked with austin on luck boxes we well, did yeah. a, po- a poker pilot which has yet to be released but we watched it uh and uh, you guys were peers at that point and then, <laughs> and then austin worked with you in this thing and you're a peer as far as an actress goes but you're also you know running the whole thing what was it like working with austin was i wasn't running the whole thing well, arturo were, was running uh, it i was mer- i was merely a player what was it like working with austin that's a good question austin's great super positive collaborative funny i would say you like have the same like like 
buoyant, joyful attitude on screen, same as off screen, yeah. and you're very prepared. Easy with one line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more so, I, I mean, yes, of course in this, but I got to see your like prowess in luck boxes. You were right, very, right, very good. Right. Great job. But uh, hey, can't wait till that's released. <sighs> uh, I would have loved to have seen a dog at the party. What dog? No, at the, in the video. Oh, like a millennial like petting a, a dog Yeah, because it's like me, I see the dog and I'm like, talk, that was talk actually, to humans or talk to dogs? That was I'll a whole verse. I'll go to the dog. Yes, there was a whole verse where there was a cat and I go to pet the cat and then I talk. Mm. I had a whole other verse about the snacks and it it, it was just, it was a lot. You got yeah, it's, it's too you much, got, yeah. It was too much. I yeah. remember like writing that, like a whole thing about petting a cat and then- um, They're difficult to work with. Yeah, it's cats. like hurting cats. And then <laughs> Arturo was like, we got to stick to the, you know, you only have so much time. You're like, you're right, you're right. So yeah, it's somewhere. Yeah. Petting the cat. Hey, That's I got a cool. question. Are you uh, more of a lyricist or could you also freestyle? No, lyricist. I sit with like two Google Docs and rhymezone.com open. Like that's, no, no, no. Been there. But yeah. sometimes, it, sometimes it's fun to freestyle. Sometimes it's fun to freestyle. I'm not a good freestyler. I'm just going to say that point blank. I'm not a good freestyler. Are you getting these walls? Putting up, dude? <laughs> just putting it out there. If maybe we wanted to freestyle a little bit in the spirit of the show coming out yeah. September. If you Austin start, wants dude, to make one. You start. If you want to hear the worst freestyle in the whole world, you can ask me to do it, and I will give that to you. Yeah, and sure. I'm going to set expectations very low. Do you want a beat, or would you want to do just spoken word? Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm like getting a rash. I'm nervous. <laughs> well, why don't you do it? This, this guy instigates right. everything. Why don't you do it? <laughs> All right, drop me a beat. Mm. Oh, you got to pick it up if I do it. Okay. And, and make it about millennial podcasting. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Show is called Quarter Life. Poetry. I was going to say crisis. Quarter Life Crisis. You know what I'm talking about, sis. My name is Aaron, and we got a podcast. Okay. It's Quarter Life Poetry. Yeah, I know. It's called, it's called, you know, Poetic License. No, I'm, I'm panicking here, okay? I know, it's hard, right? The beat is so fast, dude. It's slow it down a little bit. Get more of a hip-hop beat. There we go. All right. Okay. We got okay. it. Okay. This beat is really slow, but I'm so excited for more. I, this is going to be a disaster. It's September, September 23rd? 25th, 25th. Right? September 25th on FX. Your Everybody go sit down and get the snacks because Quarter Life Poetry is going to be the best. We are so excited to be amongst the other very best. It's going to be so wonderful. We cannot wait. So please stay up late because we're saying some dirty words. Don't hesitate and listen to the words that we all make. This is so bad. That was pretty Pre good. Pre-scripted. Right. You had we that in the it. bag. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you're on, we're each going to write our own before and then we'll bring it on the podcast. She's not coming back if that's the case. No, <laughs> season two. What time does it air? 10.30. 10.30. Both here and there and everywhere. Pacific time. Pacific time and East Coast time. Okay. And you're, we say bad words. Uh, that's even better. And yeah. you're, they're mo mainly cartoons in Cake. Yeah, lots of cartoons. Lots of like really, it, we, 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 they sh snuck us a peek of the first episode and it was like really incredible, mm. like animations. It was really, really cool. All right. So is it a whole 30 minute then? And then like there's a split between all these different yes. things. Yeah. Awesome. It'd be really cool. Dope. Yeah. Man, I just want to like go back and like write a whole thing now and then do it. But you know. You won't do it. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you out. As a call to action. I'm no, just kidding. So, I can't wait for her. Yeah, it, it, it looks really cool. Here's I'm, the thing. I'm excited for it. A lot of times when I was watching this pilot that she just showed us, uh, the way it was shot, just like the style of it. and So good. And just like everything was engaging. You know, here's the problem yeah. with people our age watching stuff. It's hard to keep them engaged. Yeah. But you're going to be engaged the whole time. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. And then we're trying to get it on YouTube afterwards so everyone can nice. share it. Good. Cool. Which good. is how everybody watches things. And I know you're still writing the pilot for FX. Any idea when that might come to fruition? Or are we still working... Very the beginning. When they give bones. us the green light. Got to wait on ratings. Got it. And they give us the green light, then we're ready to go. We're hoping to shoot in a few months. Okay. And to start pre-pro immediately. 
Awesome. Michael Beaudry coming back? Is <laughs> yeah, awesome. we told him about yeah. it. Super in. We love All him. All right, cool. Yep. As long as I'm going to work with Austin anymore. Michael, Michael's my buddy, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he calls us his favorite twins. Maybe he says that to every twin. Michael, let even us know non, in the comments. Even non-twins. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? People can find me. <laughs> Plugs. Where can they follow you? Yeah. Yeah. Follow find you. me aimlessly wandering around Silver Lake. With just a glaze over look in my eye, oh, okay. thinking about my failures. Cool, it's a great city though. Classic. <laughs> they can also find me on uh, Instagram, Quarter Life Poetry. That's pretty much it. If you okay. want to follow my personal Instagram, it's Samantha Jane. Our neighbors have chickens. I do a lot of videos of oh, nice. our neighbors' chickens. It's it's not an, my personal Instagram is not an exciting place to be. Chickens in Silver Lake in an apartment. Yeah. Outside Whoa. an apartment. Very hipster. Yeah, super hipster. They're not even ours. We just kind of like <laughs> great breakfast. Hang though. out with them. Well, if you get some eggs, they do. Oh. They they do. They do give eggs. They're pretty good. They These guys they, are vegan. I, I thought you were saying are, they are, ate the chicken. Are, are are they lesbians? They might be. They're like best friends. Didn't uh, Farb tell us that he gave chickens to his lesbian neighbors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, maybe they're the same. Oh, are the chickens lesbians or are <laughs> neighbors <laughs> lesbians? The neighbors. <laughs> no, it's a man and his girlfriend. Different chickens, different apartments. Then. Yeah. Chickens might be lesbian. No, I wasn't talking about that. Yeah. Where's the rooster? That's, that's where it all comes down to. No, no rooster. No rooster. Then you can't eat the eggs because you don't know what you're you eating. can't sleep either because they're going to yeah. wake you up in the morning. Yeah, if you're obnoxious. It's actually, I got nothing. Hey, anyway, great podcast. Great. Great Thanks, to have Sam. you, by the way. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. September 25th. Yeah. FX. There FX. It is. FXX. Cool. And happy early birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What do you want for your birthday? Views. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> cool. Validation. All right. All right, cool. Love it. That was fun. Woo.